Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to Section 94 of the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. I'm going to read the heading first. Revelation given through Joseph Smith, the prophet at Kirtland, Ohio, August the 2nd, 1833. Hiram Smith, Reynolds Cahoon, and Jared Carter are appointed as a church building committee. A little bit of background about this first. So this is about the Kirtland Temple, and I have a question for you. How many temples that we know of were built by the Lord's covenant people before this dispensation? Uh, We know that there was Solomon's Temple. We know that there were at least three Nephite temples that were built. Temple in the land of Nephi, Zarahemla, and Bountiful. So we know that there's at least four. There might have also been one in the uh, land of the northern kingdom of Israel, up where the ten tribes were. There might have been a temple up there. Anyway, just a thought. How many temples were built or planned in the days of the prophet Joseph Smith? We'll think about that. So the Kirtland Temple, obviously. Independence was planned far west, Adam on Diamond, and Nauvoo. Kirtland still stands but is not owned by the church. There are currently temples in far west and Nauvoo, but no temples have been built in Independence and Adam on Diamond. So here's some, some information about the temple in Adam on Diamond. A red brick storehouse was erected partway up Spring Hill. Although it is grass covered today and cattle grazed there, remains of the bricks can still be found forming a slight rise or knoll on the surface of the ground. At the top of the hill, perhaps a mile from the storehouse, at a spot permitting a view of the surrounding country in every direction, a site was marked out and dedicated for a temple block. Hebrew C. Kimball, who was present at the dedication, is credited with the following report of this event. After hearing of the mobbing, burning, and robbing in Gallatin, Davies County, and the region round about, the, re- the Brethren of Caldwell went directly to Adam on Diamond, which is on the west fork of Grand River. Thomas B. Marsh, David W. Patton, Brigham Young, myself, Harley P. Pratt, and John Taylor amongst the number. When we arrived there, we found the Prophet Joseph, Joseph um, Hiram Smith and Sidney Rigdon with hundreds of others of the saints preparing to defend themselves from the mob who were threatening the destruction of our people. While there, we laid out a city on a high elevated piece of land and set the stakes for the four corners of a temple block, which was dedicated, uh, uh, Brother Brigham being mouth. There were from three to 500 men present on the occasion under arms. This elevated spot was probably from 250 500 feet above the level of Grand River so that one could look east, west, north, and south as far as the eye could reach. It was one of the most beautiful places I ever beheld. The prophet Joseph called upon Brother Brigham, myself, and others, saying, Brethren, come along with me, and I will show you something. He led us a short distance to a place where there were ruins of three altars built of stone, one above the other, and one standing a little back of the other like the other like under the pulpits in the Kirtland Temple, representing the order of three grades of priesthood. There, Joseph said, this is the place where Adam offered up sacrifice after he was cast out of the garden. The altar stood at the highest point of the bluff, although the temple block was dedicated, apparently no cornerstones were laid and no temple was built. Persecution soon forced the saints to flee to Illinois, and thus the settlement had a short existence lasting only a few months. 
as by November 1838, the saints were leaving their homes and abandoning Adamondiamen. That of the uh, Encyclopedia of LDS History. When the revelation was given to build this temple, there were only about 100 members, approximately 20 families living in Kirtland Township. These people were not only few in number, but they lacked land, money, and architectural knowledge, but they united and called upon the Lord for help. Through visions and revelations to the First Presidency, Joseph Smith, Sidney Rigdon, and Frederick G. Williams, the pattern of this building was unfolded, after which these leaders supervised its construction. Meanwhile, missionaries went forth converting others and constructing converts or instructing converts to gather in Kirtland and contribute financially to the temple project. Heeding this call, many faithful saints migrated to northeastern Ohio. Within three years, membership in Kirtland increased from 100 to 1,300. Another little tidbit here. On March 23, 1833, a council was called to appoint a committee to purchase land in Kirtland to which the saints could gather in the city stake of Zion. The committee was appointed and some large farms purchased. Once the land had been purchased, a city plat was surveyed and the saints began to gather to it. Two days before this revelation was given, Joseph Smith wrote, a conference of high priests assembled in Kirtland to take into consideration the necessity of building a schoolhouse for the accommodation of the elders who should come together to receive instruction preparatory for their missions and ministry according to a revelation on that subject given March the 8th, 1833 and by unanimous voice of the conference. Hiram Smith, Jared Carter, and Reynolds Cahoon were appointed a committee to obtain subscriptions for the purpose of erecting such a building. The building designed to house the School of the Prophets or the School of Mine Apostles, as the Lord called it, was the Kirtland Temple. Alrighty, verse one. And again, verily I say unto you, my friends, a commandment I give unto you that ye shall commence a work of laying out and preparing a, be and be a beginning and foundation of the city of the stake of Zion here in the land of Kirtland beginning at my house. Oh, one thing about the construction of the Kirtland Temple. Uh, since they uh, weren't sure exactly how it was supposed to look, uh, the First Presidency uh, had a vision and where they saw in kind of a three-dimensional, almost like a holographic vision, uh, where they saw the temple in front of them, um, kind of rotating and showing them the details of the temple so that when uh, when they, as they walk through the temple after its completion, uh, they said, yep, this looks just like the vision that we had. Uh, that was an interesting uh, thing. Right. Um, each city of the stake of Zion was to be built according to the pattern of the city of Zion in Jackson County, Missouri. Therefore, like the center place in Independence, a stake begins with state with saints gathering together in strength, enabling them to build houses for the purpose of furthering the work of the Lord. The prophet Joseph Smith said, uh, sent a plat of the city of, of the New Jerusalem to Independence, Missouri, which served as a model for the, for the cities of the stakes of Zion. He explained that the city stake of the saints would center on a 15-acre block containing 24 buildings to supply them with houses for public worship and schools. These buildings will be temples, each of which was to be identical dimensions and two stories high. 10 acres or 10-acre blocks containing 20 equal lots for homes were to extend from the central block, filling the city until it equaled one mile square and providing for 15 to 20,000 people. Lands on the north and south of the city will be laid off for barns and stables for the use of the city, wrote the prophet, so there will be no barns or stables in the city among the homes of the people. This allowed everyone, families of businessmen and farmers alike, to enjoy the benefits of public schools, social refinements, worship and ease of access to commerce. When this square is thus laid off and supplied, lay off another in the same way, wrote the prophet to those to whom the city plat was sent. 
and and so fill up the world in these last days and let every man live in the city for this is the city of zion the city was to be laid out with the temple at the starting point and the rest of the city being built in relation to it this pattern was followed by brigham young in laying out salt lake city he first identified the spot upon which the temple would be built and paralleled all the streets out from what is called temple square Verse 2, and behold, it must be done according to the pattern which I have given unto them, and let the first lot on the south be consecrated unto me for the building of a house for the presidency, for the work of the presidency and obtaining revelations, and for the work of the ministry of the presidency and all things pertaining to the church and kingdom. Verily I say unto you that it shall be built 30, uh, 55 by 65 feet in the width thereof and in the length thereof in the inner court. And this is the same dimensions as the Kirtland Temple. And there shall be a lower court and a higher court, according to the pattern which shall be given unto you hereafter. And it shall be dedicated unto the Lord from the foundation thereof, according to the order of the priesthood, according to the pattern which shall be given unto you hereafter. To be dedicated to the Lord is to be consecrated or set apart for, for his purpose. Thus the temples, those buildings to be used as schools or, or for other public purposes in the city of Zion, in a city of Zion were to be dedicated from the foundation or from the very inception to the purposes of the Lord. Formal dedicatory services are held at the groundbreaking and completion of such buildings. There is also a formal ceremony for the laying of the cornerstone at the dedication of temples. If the strict order of the priesthood were carried out in the building of temples, explained Joseph Smith, the first stone would be laid at the southeast corner by the first presidency of the church. The southwest corner should be laid next, the third or northwest corner next, and the fourth or northeast corner last. The first presidency should lay the southeast cornerstone and dictate who are the proper persons to lay the other cornerstones. If a temple is built at a distance and the first presidency are not present, then the quorum of the twelve apostles are the persons to, di to dictate the order for that temple. And in the absence of the twelve apostles, then the presidency of the stake will lay these will lay the southeast cornerstone. The Melchizedek priesthood laying the cornerstones on the east side of the temple and lesser priesthood those on the west side. Verse seven, and it shall be wholly dedicated unto the Lord for the work of the presidency. And ye shall not suffer any unclean thing to come in unto it and my glory shall be there and my presence shall be there. But if there shall come into it any unclean thing, my glory shall not be there and my presence shall not come into it. And again, verily, I say unto you, the second lot on the south shall be dedicated unto me for the building of a house unto me, for the work of the printing of the translation of my scriptures and all things whatsoever I shall command you. It shall be 55 by 65 feet in the width thereof and the length thereof in the inner court, and there shall be a lower and a higher court. And this house shall be wholly dedicated unto the Lord from the foundation thereof for the work of the printing in all things whatsoever I shall command you to be wholly undefiled according to the pattern in the in all things as it shall be given unto you. The printing office described was never built. The Lord commanded that before this or the other or the office for the first for the presidency be built, Kirtland Temple be finished. Debts, apostasy, and persecution prevented any further building in Kirtland in fulfillment of this revelation. However, before the temple in Kirtland could be finished, it was dedicated or it was decided in council to erect a house for the printing office, which is to be thirty by thirty eight on the ground. The first story to be occupied for the School of the Prophets uh, this winter, 1833, and the upper story for the printing press located near the temple. The reason for this decision appears to be the destruction of the printing office and the theft of the church press in Independence, Missouri. Stewardship for the printing office was given to Oliver Cowdery and Frederick G. Williams. The second lot south of the building was to be dedicated for the building of another house where the printing for the church could be done. 
and the translation of the scriptures on which the prophet had been working off and on for many months could be published. This house also was to be dedicated to the service of the Lord and set apart for the printing. Verse 13, and on the third lot shall be my servant Hiram Smith receive his inheritance. And on the first and second lots, on the north shall be shall my servants Reynolds Cahoon, Reynolds Cahoon and Jared Carter receive their inheritances, that they may do the work which I have appointed unto them to be a committee to build mine houses according to the commandment which I the Lord God give unto, unto you. These two houses are not to be built until I give unto you a commandment concerning them. The building of the first presidency house and the printing office or the printing house were postponed until the temple could be finished. But the temple lot, or but the temple took up all the time and resources that these two buildings were not built. And now I give unto you to do verse 17, and now I give unto you no more at this time. Amen. So that was uh, regarding the dedication and the building of the Kirtland Temple. And uh, I bear testimony that these things are true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. Bye.